How are we doing tonight? Good? All right. So, anybody here have a iPhone? Anybody here have a Samsung? I'm more of an iPhone kind of guy. Okay, so on your phones, either or, you guys have an app called Maps, right? And we use those all the time. And I realized a lot of times I'll use, I'll use to get, sometimes places I'm already, I've already been to, but I'm coming from a different place, so I want the fastest way there, so I'll route it, whatever. But you ever notice when you guys do that, you get to kind of the area where you know you're going and you're, you, you got it, you end it? Because you don't want to keep hearing it, like tell you what to do, and you're almost there, you know where you're going. So you end it, you know, I got it from here, right? Well, if you think about it, that's kind of what we do when we ask God for help and God for direction. And a lot of times we get ourselves in this situation and we don't know which way to go or where to turn. God, help me. Give me direction. Get me through this. And then he does. And you're, all right, thanks, God. I got it from here. And you just go about your normal routine. I'm not saying you just go off the deep end and sin, but you're not searching the scriptures and deeply in prayer like you were when you were going through that situation. Amen? Until you get yourself into another situation. And then you search the scriptures and you open up that app and you're waiting for God to give you direction. And it happens a lot. And we forget. Yes, we read our word and maybe some more often than others, but that word is our direction. That word is our map. Amen? Uh, if you guys can turn to Psalms 119, verse 105. A lot of verses in that uh, chapter. Amen? But it says here, it says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So his word, his word is lighting up your feet, what's in front of you, and lighting your path so you can see where you're going. And you know what? Sometimes there's a lot of things on the ground, especially if you're walking around outside. And if you're in the dark, you need that light, or you're going to trip and fall or get hurt or hit something, amen? But you also need that light to see ahead of you so you know where you're going, but not too far ahead of you. You could be driving and you got headlights, same thing. We, uh, we took a trip to Idaho recently, and out in the middle of nowhere, you see the road, you see some of the sides right in front of you because the, light, the headlights kind of go this way, and then like a couple hundred feet out, and that's about it. At night, you see nothing else. So it works the same even when you're driving. But my point is, you can only see so far. So yes, you need that light for direction, but you got to trust God and have faith the rest of the way because you can't see that far ahead. There's turns, there's curves. So you still need to depend on God so you know which way to go, right? But a lot of times... We know where we need to go, or God promised us, hey, you know what, this is for you, I have this for you, and I'm going to raise you up to be this, or even if, uh, 
you really feel like you're going to get that position at work sooner than later, you're hoping. And sometimes you feel like, you know what, this is taking way too long, and I'm, I'm just going to do this here and go this way because this is going to get me there faster. And it's still God's will because this is what God said he had for me. And you kind of go out off course a little bit to get to where you want to go. Which brings me to my next scripture that is very, very well known by the men's home. Proverbs 3.5. Amen? Proverbs 3.5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. In all your ways acknowledge him and he's going to direct your path. Why would we, I know sometimes things really make sense to us and we really think we have things figured out, but that's the whole point and what God does what he does. He's already mapped out your route. You don't know all of it just yet. He takes you turn by turn. He'll give you previews, but he takes you turn by turn. Why in the world, I thought about this because, I mean, we all do it. I lean on my own understanding sometimes. Why in the world would we think we have so much wisdom? I mean, we can, we can go to an older person for wisdom, and we think, you know, older people have wisdom because they've experienced more things. Does anybody here know anybody that's older than 100 years old? One person. I knew that was going to happen. So out of, I don't know, 100 or so people here, we have a 1% of someone who knows someone who's over 100 years old. So you're not really guaranteed that long. Around 100 years, maybe, if you're lucky. Okay, so with all that wisdom of living that long, or the wisest person that we know on this planet is foolishness compared to the wisdom of someone that is before, is now, and to come. He's lived so long, it's, it's, he's eternal. And he's eternal Future-wise and eternal the other way, too. He's eternal. He was here before we got here. He's going to be here after we leave here. Why would we not trust in someone with that much wisdom who loves us and cares for us and cherishes us and calls us his children, only wants the best for us, but we think, you know what, I got this figured out in our little wisdom. How could we not put all of our trust in God? Amen? Amen. And I know it's, it's rough sometimes, but, you know, it's for the better. We have to just trust in God. Life is a long road, and it does get bumpy, and it does get hard. This was a long thing to say, and I didn't want to, but it was so much drama on that trip. I'm, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> We took this trip to Idaho. We jumped in this van, 16-passenger van, 15. And there's a lot of us, and we're all going. We're going to Idaho, and, yeah, it's great. We're going to get to Idaho. It's going to be awesome. We're literally driving overnight. So we left, like, at 6-ish or something. So it's dark. It's hot. And next thing you know, there's this little, what is that? It's kind of bumpy. Ah, whatever. We're going. And next thing you know, it's like, uh, okay, so we need to pull over. Something's wrong. 
we pull over, we're trying to figure it out, and, uh, and Mike kind of feels the tire, and there's a big lump, like, on the top part of the tire, so we're like, great, that's going to pop, we need new tires. There's a spare on the van. Mind you, we were pulled over, I don't know where we're at, it's dark, it's hot still, and we hear bugs and movement around us, so everybody's, like, close to the van with their lights and their phones, and we're trying to figure out where the tire stuff even is, because it's underneath, and how do you get it out so we get this rod we got to turn it we can't even get it into the piece so we're trying to we're long story short we took forever trying to figure out how to get it off the car we got the tire off uh, the spare off the back of the car we put it on the car and we're off Whew, that was rough so we're on the freeway we're cruising we pass by vegas we see vegas by vegas we're driving about 10 more minutes next thing no, da, 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 da. you've got to be kidding me not again we pull over again, middle of nowhere, same thing, other tire, other side. So we're like, is this going to happen four times? So we look at the tires, the two brands in the back were the same brand. The two in the front were different, thank God. So, but we don't, <laughs> the spare's on the car, so now what do we do? And it's midnight. Where are we going to get a new tire at midnight? Maps. <laughs> so in Vegas, somebody found a 24-hour tire shop. That's going to be cheap. So we go there, we get our tires, and we're off again. Okay, that's it. Nothing else can go wrong. <laughs> so we're driving, and now the maps takes us on this detour, and we're going through. It's not on a road. It's like somewhere off to the side. There's no lights. There's, we're, some, we're in uncharted territory. It looks like it's narrow, dirt path. There's trees and bushes and branches and brush and just, it was, it was kind of freaky. Like, where are we? Are we supposed to be here? And I didn't want to say anything, but I kind of like checked like the forecast and stuff like that. And it said in this area, watch out for flash floods. So I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to trust God. He's going to get us there. I don't need to bring it up. And I'm assuming this is why this area was very muddy and wet on where the road goes down, because the road went up and down and weird turns, and it was weird. So we hit this wet point, and the van just starts swerving. <laughs> and thank God, pastor was behind the wheel, right? You were driving? And, you know, God gave him the, the skills to maneuver. We made it. <laughs> some, some of us woke up, and some people slept through it, but... Wow, it was a lot. It, and I mean, all this stuff happened, and we finally got there. And we're like, oh my God, we made it. Like, we're here. Okay. It, the next morning. <laughs> so we literally drove overnight. And if we were to, my point is this when we got our first flat tire, we couldn't say, you know what? Forget it. Let's just go back home. Or a second flat tire. Oh, Again, the same thing? No, this is a, I don't think we should be here. Let's turn around and go home. Or swerving out or even just having to take that road. We didn't turn around and come back and give up. Amen? That's, and that's my next scripture, 2 Corinthians 4, 16, and 17. We would have never gotten to our destination if we turned around or if we gave up. But we pushed through and we made it to Idaho. <laughs> Second Corinthians 4.16 reads, Therefore, if we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet, in, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. 
For our light affliction, which is for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding, exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So all that stuff that happened was for that moment. And trust me, that moment, it was horrible. But it was a moment, and it's gone. And I don't feel that affliction. I don't feel that pain. All the effects of everything that happened at that moment, it's gone. We made it there. And we had a good time. And, you know, we came back. We're in one piece still. And that was that. It was a moment. It was there. It passed. And it was a light affliction. Amen. I just said we're lucky we're, if we're here for 100 years. It's working for a far exceeding and eternal weight of glory. We're working towards eternity. I don't know if you figured this out yet, but everybody here is going to last forever. Our bodies will die, but we will exist for eternity. Where is up to you? Amen? So, light affliction. Even if it was affliction all the way through your whole life, it's worth it for eternity. Amen? Amen? That was rough. <laughs> I mean, we even planned out, like, okay, so many miles to the next stop. So, okay, let's stop at this one. No, let's stop at the next one, like, two rest stops later. And so everybody's trying to figure out where we're going to eat, where we're going to gas up. It was crazy. A lot of backseat drivers. Speaking of backseat drivers, everybody here knows my son Levi, right? Levi likes to speak a lot about what's on his mind. And he has a lot of questions. So when he's in the back seat, <laughs> I'll pick him up from school and he did this and he played soccer and I got this award and, and this and that. And dad, what's your favorite color? Oh, look at that car was blue and this and that. And oh my gosh, son, how do you think of something else to say? Like, just, just stop for just a minute, just a minute. Uh, <laughs> and he, he's, that's, that's Levi. When he was younger, uh, we would pass by things like McDonald's. He'd be like, McDonald's, Dad, go to McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Aww. Bye, McDonald's. <laughs> or we'd pass by Chuck E. Cheese, you know, Chuck E. Cheese. Dad, Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese. Aww. We're not going to Chuck E. Cheese today, son. Sorry. We got to go to the grocery store. Oh, but it's boring. <laughs> so, and I, I would have to tell him, son, we, we have to do things. If we don't go to the grocery store, we don't eat. So we need to go there. Sometimes it's, it's the whole, life isn't all fun. Sometimes it's boring, you know. So we have to do this. This is, this is part of our agenda that we're doing today. And sorry, we're not going to Chuck E. Cheese. Amen. And that's us. That's us. I want this. By, I want to buy this. I want to get here. I want this position. By this time, I want this. I, I need to know where I'm going, when I'm going. I want to be totally informed about What's going on with me? And God is like, I'm, I'm in control. Like when I told my son, buy McDonald's, buy car, buy self-agenda. It's, it's not our agenda. We ask God to map us. We hit load. We hit go on the app. So we're going. So God's not going to, I mean, what kind of dad would I be if I was like, okay, son, Chuck E. Cheese and McDonald's all day. That's all we're going to do. We, we can't do that. We can't live like that, right? And, and it's the same thing. 
God has his agenda. We have to do certain things. We have to be certain places at certain times, and God has that. He knows, he knows uh, the path. He's, he's, he's the one with the plan. He's in control. He knows the path. He knows uh, how we're going to get there. He knows the detours. He knows the obstacles. He knows the U-turns we're going to have to take. He has it all down. He's just going to take us turn by turn, and we have to trust him. Amen? But that's not the only kind of backseat driver. That's us in our head. Amen? Then you have other backseat drivers like friends and coworkers. And you know what? They don't really always understand who you are. They know you, but they don't know you. And they don't know your relationship with God most of the time at work. So they're not trying to hurt you. They're trying to help you, but they're using their wisdom. The wisdom we just talked about, they use what they know best, the way they grew up, and what they think is right. And they try to influence us on some of the things we should do. When no offense, but we shouldn't be listening to them. Amen? So let's turn to Galatians 5, verse 7 through 9. And it says, you ran well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? The persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. What's leaven? Obviously, right here he's saying you were persuaded or you were told enough times that it got to you and you did it. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. It's talking about when you when the, you bake you bake bread, and so bread is actually flat until you add um, the the leaven portion, which is basically fermented bread, and you put it together with the rest of it, and that's what makes it lift. And it doesn't take much. So that little bit of leaven was exposed when the bread baked, and it looked totally different. So when we listen to a little bit of something, and it goes in our ears, and it sits here for a while, it eventually comes here, and then it, we manifest it. And it's going to show, and it's going to make us look different. So we really have to pay attention to who we open up to, or who we talk to, or, I mean... I'm not saying don't talk to anybody about what's going on in your life, but choose wisely who you talk to. Amen? There's a, you don't have to turn there, but there's a scripture in Proverbs. It's 1320 if you want to write that down. And it says, he who walks with, the wise, he who walks with wise men will be wise. But the companion of fools will be destroyed. Proverbs 13:20 The companion who the companion of fools will be destroyed not the companion of fools will be disregarded because he didn't know better he listened to that guy or pushed aside or not listened to no destroyed because you followed that way of that wisdom that is not the wisdom of God it is not God it is not God's word it's man's word man's understanding and it will be destroyed so again we have to stay on course. Amen. And, you know, a lot of times we have that, we have that coworker. I, I, I hear some crazy stuff at work. <laughs> but you, 
You hear it a lot. And again, I'm not saying they're out to get you. I mean, they, they really, they truly believe this stuff and they really want to help you. But it's just, again, it's not God's wisdom. And you got people saying stuff like, you know, God understands. It's okay. You know, it, it's, it's all about good vibes. You know, good vibes is a, is a big thing right now. Vibes. So it's like just good vibes, man. And, and they give you these quotes of like, self-empowerment and you know you're you're above this and you just got to have positive energy you know and it's like wow that's I mean they they said God understands maybe they're Christian is that is that in the Bible like where is that oh I don't know I read it on the internet but you know it's it's good that's good but it's not God we can't just we can't just take Man's wisdom, that's, that's not walking with the wise. That's the stuff that's going to get you destroyed. Amen? His word is our direction. His word is a light into our feet. You know, I, I usually like, if I ask like, oh, what are your plans for next year? Or if I were to ask you, what, what, what do you plan for 2019? Myself included, I, I would probably say I want to be here. I want to have saved this much. I want to, you know, hopefully I got that raise or move positions. Or you have all these plans for next year, what you want to do, where you want to be. Family goals. That's not bad. But we never really look at spiritual goals as a first thought. We never say, you know what, I want to be a stronger man of God. I want to be connected with God. Or I want to be a prayer warrior. Or I want to see how many souls I can reach in 2019. Because I did this many in 18 and I want this many in 19. We, we don't. Usually it's in conversation and conversations where it catches you. In here in church, you probably say that. You know what, brother? I'm going to be, you know, this next year spiritually. But, but out there, it kind of just slips your mind. And I'm planning to buy this car. Or I'm planning to do this. I want to buy a new sofa or a new mattress or I don't know, whatever you guys plan, you know. But we just, we just don't, it's not always on our mind, but it should be. The Bible says to pray without ceasing. It's, it's, we're supposed to be connected with God all day long. You know, it sounds funny. Who does that? Who really talks to God all day? Why not? Well, so you're going to ask God, can I go to McDonald's today and order this hamburger? Why not? Try it. Try talking to God the entire day. When you're driving, have a conversation with him. When you're working and you're actually like working, like I, I work manual labor, so I, I don't have to talk to anybody, so I can talk to God the whole day. And I do. And you know what? It changes your life. It's different. Me, God, me and God have conversations. God will make me laugh. God will tell me to look at things, and, and it'll make me laugh. Or I could be driving, and God will just drop something on me and touch my heart, and I'll start crying by myself in the truck. Like, literally tears coming down my face. Like, wow. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get that if I didn't. Seek him and talk to him on, on the daily, all day. Who says we can't live like that? Amen?
So we need his direction. A lot of times, we do think we have life figured out. And sometimes, to get from here to there, all right, without even thinking, I'm going that way when God has actually routed you to go that way, to get to there. Which doesn't make sense. You got to go left to go right. Remember how I said I talked to God during the day? God showed me this yesterday while I was working. So, yeah, I do different things at work. I do grounds. So, sometimes I'm filling a dirt a hole with dirt. Sometimes I'm cutting hedges. Sometimes I'm driving a lawnmower or a tractor. So, yesterday we had to fill in this hole at, at a school, and there's this big hedge right on the corner, a big old hedge, and then it's got a fence around the back of it, and that's like the, the playground. So we had to fill this big dirt hole right here, and then I noticed there's a giant weed sticking out way over there. I can't have been here and not cut the weed, because then they're going to say, what happened there? All right, so let me go over here with these trimmers and cut this weed, but I can't really get around the fence. It's really, it's really snug between the fence and the hedge. So I actually had to go this way, and I had to go this way, all the way around on the other side of the fence, back of the hedge, there's this ditch here for the water to come through. It's also managed. So I had to jump in this hole and then jump back out on the other side and then come over here and cut the weed. And I left it there. I didn't even pick it up. <laughs> Under the bush. So then I had to come back. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, I really did have to go left to go right. That was easy. But that probably would have snagged my shirt, ripped my shirt, and done all this stuff. And I easily went around the other way and made it just fine and accomplished what I had to do. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes we have to go left to go right. And that's how God works. Because you know what? It's, it, he does it on purpose to baffle the wisdom of men. Because his wisdom is way beyond our comprehension. Amen? We have to follow the direction. The word is our direction. There's an acronym for the Bible. I don't think they named it the Bible because of the acronym, but I think a clever guy came up with an acronym for the Bible. Does anybody here know that acronym? What? Basic instructions before leaving earth. Basic instructions. Before leaving earth, because you know what? One day we are going to leave earth. One day we're going to cash in our eternal existence ticket. But where? Which way are we going? There's only two ways to go. And everything we do in this life is going gonna, is gonna to reflect on our eternal life. Amen? So it doesn't matter how bad life looks right now. You know, don't, don't look around and say, oh, this is it. This is my life. It's whack. I don't like it. This, everything, nothing's going right. I got dealt the bad hand, and you know what? This is my life. You know what? At least you have heaven when you're done. But still, even then, that's the wrong attitude to have. That's probably why you still have that life. You have to trust in the Lord because... Just like I, how I had to go left to go right, 
And just how the light lights your path and you can only see a few hundred feet in front of you, you can't see a couple miles in front of you. God can take you on a turn that you didn't see coming and everything gets better. It can happen. So, these papers keep falling. Sorry. So we never really know what God is going to do. We have to come to a point where we just trust him. And you know what? Sometimes we're in that place, and sometimes we're not. Sometimes we've been on that bumpy road for quite some time. And you know what? It is hard. And it doesn't make sense. And you don't like it. And sometimes you're at a place where, you know what, I don't like life right now. But it's for a moment. And you might be saying, well, this is a very long moment. Let it be so. It's for the Lord. You're, you're, you're living, you're a living sacrifice for the Lord. You gave your will over to him. You hit go on those directions. And there's no turning back. Don't make that turn and get rerouted. Because you know what? If your luck is like mine, when I get rerouted or I miss the turn, I want to make a U-turn and it says no U-turn. Then another one, no U-turn. Then there's construction over here. Then this guy's making a right so I couldn't turn because the car behind. And next thing you know, I'm way out there and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I have to come all the way back or go all the way around another way. And you know what? We're going to do that and put ourselves through way more drama than we needed to go through. And it's going to take way longer to get there. You know, on the other hand, too, God will take us a turn and you're thinking, you know what? I just, I just turned away from the direction I was going. But I'm following God. I did, what, I did what you said, Pastor Isaac. He said go left when I wanted to go right and I went left and it got worse. Okay. But you're still going to end up at that point. And the reason why you went left and went through this and went through that and it got worse and it was hard because by the time you got here to this right point, you acquired the knowledge and the experience of things that you needed for that moment. If you would have went straight to that point, you wouldn't be ready for it. And not only that, you would have been there too soon. Your divine appointment was this way and to get there at that time with that knowledge and that experience we don't always understand what god's doing but he does and he created heaven and he created earth and he sent his son to die for our sins so he loves us that much and he's so powerful that he created all this stuff and he's omnipresent he was yesterday today and tomorrow he lives outside of time what are we worried about getting here by this time and that time what? It shouldn't be so. We should be able to relax in trouble. We should be able to just sit back and say, God, thank you for directing my path. Thank you for being that light unto my feet, that light that shows me which way to go. If you never hit that load button or didn't even realize it was running, I'm here to tell you tonight, it's running. 
take the turn by turn as he tells you. If you feel tonight that you're so off course, you need to reroute, I want to invite you to come up here to the altar. Come to the altar and refresh your directions with God. He'll take you from where you're at. No worries. He's with you. Come refresh those directions and get on the right track. Reap the blessings of being at the right place at the right time. Amen. And if you're on the right track, if you're someone that's on the right track, and you know what? It's been a long, hard road. And it seems like you look at somebody else and how come he's on easy street? How come he's cruising with no issues and everything's fine? How come it's so hard for me? You're seeing him at that moment. You don't see all of it. There's bumpy roads for everybody. The rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. Everybody has a hard road at one point or another. Everybody has an easy road at one point or another. So if you're in this hard road time period, don't ask yourself, why am I putting myself in this trouble? Remind yourself, this is a light affliction. This is a season when it passes, It'll be a memory.